Broadcasting live. Here in downtown Seattle. On Seattle's original diehard sports station. Sports Radio 950 KJR. Now back to Puckett and the Gas Man. Hi, everybody. We're back here at Sports Radio 950 KGR. Terry Blunt in for Jason Puckett this week. You know, the only bad thing about me subbing for Puckett Jackson is when I'm in here working with him a few times, he's always got food in here. We're going to switch gears a little bit here, talk a little bit about all the happy people today in Los Angeles and this week with LeBron James is back. I bet there's people getting their jer- Lakers jerseys out of storage and all kind of cool stuff and buying their tickets, and it's a completely new day in Los Angeles. So to talk about that, we're really happy we're uh, going to have on the Beacon Plumbing Hotline now from Fox Sports Radio in Los Angeles, Michael Harmon. Mike, thanks so much for joining us. Locked and loaded. Glad to be with you. Hope you guys are doing well, ready for a big holiday. Thanks to everybody that's that's out there listening wherever they are. Uh, what's going on, fellas? Well, nothing. Nothing in your town, right? So, uh, no, no, yeah, no, have you... Nothing big at all. Have you gotten over to uh, LeBron's uh, home there, his $26 million home in Brentwood? Has he invited you over yet, or...? No, no, I, I don't make those. I don't make the cut on lists like that. that I mean, he wouldn't be there right now, so I, I think I'd just be waving to a bunch of tour buses. <laughs> there you uh, go. I think the TMZ tour has that one on its on its list right That's now. It's the new stop, I'm sure. So I'm telling you, it's uh, it's been an interesting 72 hours. And you know, while you have the pockets of really diehard Laker fans, are like, oh, it's all done. It's one. There, there's a lot of skeptics still. You know, you get the best player on the planet, a guy who's still playing. Uh, at such a level that you're wondering if he's a cyborg or what the hell's going on. <laughs> but the fact is that everybody's the consensus. I, everybody is a bad word to use. The consensus is it's not enough, right? That you become yeah. relevant and you get into playoff bound Lakerville. But beyond that, you know, what else is coming with? There was such a disappointment over the Paul George news. Uh, I equated it to the Jerry Maguire scene where uh, he's taking Rod Tidwell around and introducing everybody, and then they go up and Bo Bridges said, hey, we signed with the other guy you know, an <laughs> yeah. hour ago, and it's Jay Moore smiling and saying, like, thank you, I love you, and all that stuff. Uh, same kind of thing. Paul George didn't get the love that, and attention that he, that he needed from the Lakers. Meanwhile, I guess. We actually, we, actually did a, we actually did a poll on that yesterday asking why did he stay in Oklahoma? He wanted to work on an oil well. He loves the musical Oklahoma. Uh, you know, he wants to be a cowboy in the future. Uh, he likes dust storms better than ocean breezes. Uh, I think the winner was he wants to be a cowboy in the future. So I got to dig that. That's uh, a good. Uh, it's that's just a good idol, uh, that was the, for me. That was my say what a moment of of the whole uh, the whole free agency period. At this point, I just didn't see that coming. So yeah, wow. It, yeah, you go through it, and I think, to me, the signing that still does the most help-slash-damage, if you're going to assess it that way, is Ariza leaving the Rockets. Because yeah. you lose one of those glue guys, a good scorer off the bench, picked sure. up a lot of minutes, and we know that Chris Paul's not playing 82-plus the playoffs. So you're going to need another score, a guy to step up, and that was one of the things he offered uh, in there. And, you know, Chris Paul getting $40 million a year, I, I gave him a standing ovation when I saw that on my Twitter feed. <laughs> yeah. I was in the middle of hanging out with my kids, and I'm like, hey, guys, uh, watch, watch Dad. This is a big moment right here. This guy got $40 million and can't finish a season. Uh, <laughs> and they gave him a long-term deal to do it. Yeah. Uh, but with the LeBron James, it just felt – 
I, I think for many here, it's the, okay, this is good, and we're relevant and the best player. And then you start looking into LeBron James' motivations. Last night, Dan Beyer and I, uh, on our, our show on FSR, you know, we, we talked about it a bit as to, you know, what's the mentality? Because you, you hear the slow play that both he and Magic Johnson evidently agreed on on Saturday, that it's not a win-now-or-bust situation. And I'm raising my hand going, year 15 in the league. Now, you've been healthy. And maybe you could silence the noise of legacy and whatever else. But this is a guy that when J.R. Smith screwed up after game one, allegedly punched a wall, broke his hand, and all this other nonsense. If that story is true and the soft cast was legitimate, if that all happened, you're telling me a month later, winning and dominating and all that doesn't matter? Because if it does, why is he not in either Philadelphia, force his way into some ridiculous trade to Boston or just staying in Cleveland and forcing people to come there because why would you go to the West where you have nothing but the ridiculously hard road and so many teams to leap over now it's a muddled mess after Golden State and I think Houston slumps off a little bit again with the the loss of Ariza but that you're looking at jumping that many teams with the cast that's around you when you bring in Lance Stevenson Rondo Really, Ron, you're bringing in these guys <laughs> yeah. that are old, long in the tooth, and all guys that he's fought with. So I guess he's just keeping his enemies close. But it's, <laughs> yeah. an, it's an aged group. JaVale McGee, good defense, good energy for spurts. Like, the only other scorer you have is Kyle Kuzma. That's it. you got right. a two-man team right now. We're talking to Michael Harmon of Fox Sports Radio in Los Angeles. By the way, you can hear his show here on KJR at 8 p.m. on weeknights. Uh, listen, Michael, so what's the status at this point of Kawhi Leonard? What, obviously, that's what everyone wants to know. Do they still have a shot of getting him? Is that the guy we're all, we're talking about here? Is that the guy they need to bring in that changes how people feel about it? Yeah, I think that's the thing that would get everybody in. I mean, the car flags are back out of storage, so they're definitely out of mothballs. I've seen some crazy jerseys. If you want me to go buy you a bunch of legends of the past, I can go creep <laughs> over to the local Salvation those. Army. I'm not kidding. I saw jerseys of Dwight Howard, uh, D'Angelo wow. Russell. Um, well, Dwight Howard allegedly is trying to raise his hand saying, hey, I want to go back to L.A. As as <laughs> I'm sure. Buy out with Brooklyn done, which would be an interesting concept because the guy actually put up ridiculous numbers last year. Yeah. But as seen as nothing more than the Shaq part of his career where he's going to be the big leprechaun, the Jabberwockies or whatever the hell else, <laughs> you know, he did during the back end. But, you know, they're looking for that domino to fall, you know, with Kawhi Leonard. The thing is, he doesn't talk. So you have no idea. Like, he's not on social media, you know, plugging things like yeah. Joel Embiid and all these other guys. So the reports that come out about how disgruntled he is, I don't know where reality and fiction is in all of that. Likewise, with the Spurs, knowing that this is done and he's leaving anyway, you know, whether that's a real story, because they've been pretty good, right? They're the basketball equivalent of the Patriots when it comes to any sure. of that kind of stuff getting out until Parker and Ginobili started talking about, hey, I've been hurt worse. So, yes, I understand there's probably some acrimony there, but there's still $219 million Right, if Giannis and Tenacupo come out and say, "Hey, I'm a mid-level, mid-city guy," after being, you know, kind of called out by Skip Bayless giving Embiid uh, the nod as the best Eastern Conference player, he said, "Look, I'm not jumping to LA. I'm a mid-level, mid-city, you know, just simple guy." From all reports, that's what Kawhi Leonard 
is the same. So I, I have to wonder if on some level there isn't still the, you know what, I'll, I'll stay in this different situation where things have been really good for me and that calmer heads don't prevail. But certainly here the slow play hasn't stopped anybody from going out and buying jerseys, hasn't stopped anybody else from, from going out and buying tickets. Opening night against an opponent to be named later, get in is $525. <laughs> wow. That is something you know, else. Hey, the face value, 40 Holy so cow. So that tells you where we're at in terms of the hype to, to get things started. Well, that says a lot. Well, let me talk a little bit about Rondo coming in because I think what people immediately think is, what does this mean for Lonzo Ball? You know, there's all kind of rumors that, yeah, is is LeBron really going to be able to get along with that Ball family mess and LeVar Ball and all that stuff? So is this just to give some competition to Lonzo Ball? I mean, where do you see that situation? Well, I think to some degree it's a, let, let me mentor you. You've got a guy who's had his own issues along the way. What's interesting is during the time in Chicago, you know, he fought with the guys that were LeBron's friends, right, right. Dwayne Wade and, and what have you. So that that's kind of an interesting dynamic uh, that we touched on a little bit last night. But when, when you look at it overall, you've got a guy who has been in big moments, and that's that's the one consistent thing of all the, the elder statesmen that were brought in on one-year deal. They're all guys that can help bring the young guys along uh, and, in theory, uh, impart some of that knowledge. With Lonzo Ball, uh, Rondo's not going to be able to teach him how to shoot, shoot free throws, or put duct tape over his dad's mouth. So those are three <laughs> things that are still, still big to be determined. Right? I mean, because Lonzo, if you watched, uh, I don't know how much you got to really see him live, in the 50 games or thereabouts that he played, there were flashes of a guy that could be a really good NBA point guard in terms of distribution. But the shot is awful. Mm-hmm. The free throw percentage, woeful. Some of the decision-making late. Defensively, he's good for about a half, and then he runs out of gas. Although now he's all yoked up like Mike Bibby, so I don't know. Maybe he's worked on that as well. But you have the knee injury that sat him down for 30, required the the plate-rich plasma injection. Now you're from some camp. There's the report of the meniscus tear, which mm. was curiously timed right as free agency starting of the course. past weeks. Oh, hey. So is, how much is that is, well, we knew we were going to try to get rid of him somewhere, uh, but now he's untouchable, at least for a while, while he's injured. So uh, they'll have to figure out how to coexist. I think it makes for a good reality show short-term. I mean, just look at the cast of characters that you have here. That's almost as good as the Warriors bringing in Boogie Cousins to that locker <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like they like they needed some more help. Gee whiz. Well, but yeah. you but you also have a guy that's got some problems. Yeah. Right. In terms right. of dealing with teammates, in terms of dealing with the media. Remember how he wanted to get a bunch of media guys fired just for asking them legitimate questions when he was in Sacramento. <laughs> yeah. So if this guy, you know, he's saying, hey, "I want to be ready for the beginning of the season, but more likely December or January, coming off the Achilles." The fact is that now you got a, a guy in the locker room that might push the buttons of Draymond the wrong way. Like if it all breaks perfectly, sure, he's ready for the final three months of the season. These guys don't have to log forty minutes a night in the playoffs and get stretched like they did. So that that's great. And you have a twenty-five, twelve guy uh, on the books at five point three million dollars. If it goes the other way and the bad Demarcus Cousins shows up, well, now we got popcorn in the interim. I think what it does is it keeps the the Warriors locker room will never be bored like they were a year ago. Oh, I don't think there's any doubt about that. So let me talk to you a little bit about in terms of the Lakers. Should people just be patient and realize this isn't just a one-year plan here? Like there's a lot of really talented free agents coming out next year. You know, guys like Anthony Davis and people like that. Is it something that they just, hey, let's see where we're at after this year 
and then you know we're going to add even more next year is there but i know it's hard to be patient uh especially in los angeles if people want to see this team be good again soon so is should people just realize that there's a you know there's more than just a one-year plan here well that's the thing that again just just doesn't doesn't sit right with me of a guy that's this far in his career and has been all championship 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 that suddenly that turns on a dime as far as I know, his family dynamics haven't changed. As far as I know, his seeing and hearing everything that's put out in the media and on social media about him, that hasn't changed. So to suddenly come here and in the statement and all the reports coming out of that meeting with Magic Johnson at his house on Saturday, a brilliant slow play by him, by the way, because he sounded lost and confused all during the middle of last week. And then Magic actually went and did a trading card show on Saturday, showing the perfect picture of comms, <laughs> signing autographs right. and posing for photos with people uh, at, a, at about a 300 bucks to pop for the combo uh, package, and if you wanted Kareem in there, then uh, break the bank. But the <laughs> the fact that, that that all went down, and, and they're trying to say, hey, it's a multi-year process, just it, it hits the ear wrong for me. For Laker fans, they, they want glory now, right? Sure. They don't want to leave anything to chance, especially like the Paul George thing, I think is very real for a, a lot of people in terms of they didn't trade for him a year ago with the idea that he was just going to walk through that door. And that was the overall consensus that whatever else happened in free agency, Paul George, because of his love of L.A., was going to be a Laker. And since that didn't happen, it leaves people feeling a little bit skeptical of what the end game here is in terms of being able to win and being able to go and host an O'Brien trophy uh, once again. So it's, it's one of those, I think people will buy it because it's magic, and because it's LeBron, and now you've got Kobe Bryant sounding more and more like magic, you know, and, and the right. more like management. Like he did an interview with Doug Gottlieb and Jason Smith on the Dan Patrick show, uh, where he sounded like a guy that was in the front office and, and saying all the right things about family and trusting, not the process, but being patient and knowing that family would take care of family and going through all the history of the great stars and everything else, it sounded like a pretty good spin job. I, I think Laker fans are still a little uneasy of it all, but they're still going to go out and buy a 23 jersey as soon as they're in. Of course. I saw yesterday, Fanatics said their sales went up 600% in one day, and that it was a top 10 day all time for them to sell merchandise, and it was all LeBron James. So that that says a lot. So, Michael, we really appreciate you coming on. Great insight out about what's going on down there with the Lakers and with LeBron. You can listen to him, by the way. You can listen to Michael Harmon here on KJR at 8 p.m., his show from Fox Sports Radio there in Los Angeles. Mike, thanks so much for being on the show. I appreciate you having me, and happy holiday to you and all those listening. Uh, Raise one for me. We'll see you later. Thanks, we will. Thanks so much.